And hello all, this is Lala Madness and you're tuning in to another episode of The Fierce Review. Now, um, I know it's been a while since I reported I was on vacation, as they called it. So, I'm back. So, I would like to talk about today the armored truck that loses money on 285 in Atlanta, Georgia, which this happened on... um, Tuesday, July the 9th, 2019, so the day before yesterday. But now there's pretty much reports all over about what's going on. Um, And so we're going to talk about it. And of course, you'll get the best part, which is my my opinion. Okay. So now, like I mentioned on Tuesday, July 9th, the door to an armored truck opened um, and $175,000 happened to have flown out. You heard me right, 175000 Now, this happened in the Dunwoody area on 285, which is the prestigious area pretty much between Gwinnett County and the Lenox Mall area, kind of like on the western end of, or going towards the western end of Atlanta. So, now they received 911 calls at about 8 p.m. that about 15 cars had stopped to get some of this money. They lucky all it was was 15. Because... 285 is a lot of people going on there. So 15 people reportedly stopped to get some of the money. So now when police arrived, they actually gathered a few hundred dollars of the 175000 with the armored truck drivers um, that assisted police in actually gathering some of the money that was out on the freeway. Okay. Now, the end result is that police want the money back. Hmm. I find that to be quite interesting. And let me tell you why, which of course this is my opinion, so you know I don't give a damn about what the police think about it and how they feel about it and all the paperwork that comes along with it because at the end of the day, the money is FDIC insured just like money is in your bank account up to $250,000. Being that it was $175,000, then that means that that money is insured, correct? So... What I'm trying to figure out is why are you pressed to get the money back? Because you're just going to file a claim and get that money back anyway. So, um, is that kind of double dipping as far as you file an insurance claim, you get some of the money back or all of the money back because it's not up to the maximum $250,000, which I'm sure that money that's in the armored truck is insured for way more than that. Considering the fact that's what your bank account is insured up to 250000 at the bank, and that's per account. Okay, so is that kind of a form of double jeopardy where, you know, you can't or shouldn't be able to get the money back and then, well, through an insurance claim, and then also get the money back that people that you're instructing to bring the money back, bring back. So, like, what would you do with it if you got or if the company, rather, got the money back, would they still accept the money from the people that are bringing the money back, that they're urging to bring the money back? Hmm. But is that how it's supposed to work in society for real? Because you tell us not to do it. We can't, like, file a claim and then go also drive the car that we filed a claim on because if it's considered totaled or something of that nature, then you want to see what happens to the car afterwards. So, like... I think that's kind of a one-sided thing, so that's a bunch of bullshit. All right. Now, for instance, 
Okay, and th this is just the things that I've seen and witnessed on my own. So when you leave your car running or a person in your car and the insurance company pretty much doesn't want to pay the claim sometime, claiming that you're partially responsible for the crime happening. So what's different about this? They were at work, two of the people, don't know if they were male or females, but somebody fucked up. You are responsible, drivers, for getting that money from point A to point B and doing something simple like closing the fucking door when you put the money in there before you pull off. So somebody else need to be fired. Not a claim need to be just filled out and the money returned or and or the money returned, but somebody else need to be fired because that, you had one job, nigga, one job, and that was that, okay? But that ain't what happened. Because you and your partner fucked up. And it was two of y'all. So how the hell both of y'all managed to mess that up? I don't know. Now, um, pretty much who is to blame? Is it the drivers that did not secure it? Or is it the people that came out to get the money that CNN is reporting as an unintended gift? So gifts, we know, as well as charitable donations are written off on taxes. So if CNN can classify it as a unintended gift, then you would just simply file that shit on your taxes as a oops, my bad on the drivers. And then you would get your insurance claim money that you're going to get anyway from it. And then you would keep it pushing. But why is that not happening like this? And I'm not saying that the people are right for going out to get money that, of course, doesn't belong to them. But eh, it's kind of a sticky situation in my opinion and view of it. So... This is also reports of what happened as well. So as drivers passed, they pulled out their phones and collected videos of this happening. Now, in my opinion, and also factually, this is a crime in the state of Georgia because this is a hands-free state. Meaning that you cannot hold your phone while driving, being a spectator of someone else committing a crime. That they claim it's a crime, so they say. So, like, do you find the people that actually took that video or those videos that they've uploaded to social media like some fucking idiots and charge them as well with the crime of driving hands-free? Because I see a lot of crimes being committed all at the same damn time. So you have the drivers who failed to do their damn job. You have people who you claim committed a crime and stopped and got this free, unintended, gifted money. And then also you have people that are driving not hands-free because they're driving and filming something at the same time. So everybody fucked up, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Including the people that want to be spectators and film it like they was going to, like, what you going to do with it? Post it on your page and get some other people fucked up? That's exactly what you be doing with it. So, now, how do you say that one party is more guilty than the other when, in my opinion, we have three parties here, three separate scenarios or people involved or sets of people involved in this situation. Like I mentioned, you have the drivers. You also have, who didn't do that damn job. I'm going to keep saying that shit. I don't give a damn till y'all fucking get it. They fucked up. Okay. So these niggas that need to lose their jobs because they fucked up, which probably get a slap on the wrist and two weeks of paid leave, just like everybody else do that fucked up at real jobs. Okay. And then you have the people that stopped to get this money, which was supposed to be about the 15 cars that stopped. And then you also have the people that stopped to film it by committing the crime of driving not hands-free. Okay, so now, basically, is it a crime to pick up the unintended gift? Hmm. Now, according to the police, it is a crime. 
according to them. So they claim that it is theft of loss or uh, or mislaid property. So how the fuck is it theft or loss of mislaid property? And that will actually be a misdemeanor or a felony depending upon the amount. We know up to a certain amount is a misdemeanor and over a certain amount is a felony. So depending upon how much money these 15 people or 15 cars, because that's not saying it was 15 people, it could have been multiple people inside those vehicles, which will mean more than 15 people, will all be at risk for receiving one of these charges, which is a theft or loss of mislaid property. Okay. So now you have these people that we know Georgia has the facial recognition system in place. So they also are saying now that they're going on um, people's social media because people, the other people that stopped to commit crime of filming it, have posted it on social media. And it's nothing to get those videos and to put it together with people's driver's license, IDs, and other social media accounts that they have because you just drop a picture in and then it tells you if this person has an account, blah, blah, blah. And they still have that system that's in play, which they fucking up a lot of people with crimes they committed back in the day on some now current shit. So I get the point of that. Okay. So you're saying that because it wasn't given to them that it's theft, but what about the people that get their bikes stolen that are left outside and it is reported? Are y'all looking for those people? Just as hard as you're looking for this insured-ass money? Are you looking for the people who get their houses broken into and then you never ever find the perpetrator? Do you put as much hard work and effort into finding those motherfuckers? Because half the time they're on camera doing it and half the time y'all don't use y'all damn facial recognition to do something that is going to be provided as well through a check for these people's homeowners or renters insurance where it's covered, right? So then why don't you go after those people just as hard? Now, y'all want to go on the news. Y'all want to make these reports about how people going to get charged with such and such. But you don't. You need to take, in my opinion, every crime just as seriously as you do the one because you want to protect somebody's fucking job that did some dumb ass shit and left a door open. Mm-hmm. What's good for one is good for the other one. Let's not just pick and choose which one we want to do here. Okay. If my damn bike is stolen in front of my house, I want your ass to go find it because I reported it and I want to find it. I don't give a damn if my insurance is going to pay for it or not. Just in this case, this is what's going to happen, right? So should everybody be able to file their claim? You make your police report. But we know half that shit is not recovered, nor half that shit is even investigated properly for them to go and find what they need to find for your ass. But they're going to go find it for these corporations that are heavily insured. Mm, okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Let me fix this little part right here. See that? Can't have a little forehead showing. That's the point. Okay. Now, they claim they have a lot of evidence, like I said, from ignorant people posting on their social media. So it doesn't pretty much have to be posted on your page in order for you to get caught. Yeah, because somebody else stopped and filmed it while they committed a crime to film your ass committing a crime. How does that work? I think it worked. And I think they're gathering evidence right now. Now, in one particular incident, there have been people that have actually turned in some of this money. Okay. And I'm going to use an Uber Eats driver, Landrell Lewis, who is an African-American. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to put that in there. 
And he says it was like a movie or something out of a video game as he saw it happening. So he picked up over $2,000 and returned it to the police the next day. Took a picture with the police and everything. I saw the actual article and he was really happy about it. Okay. So he stated he wanted to do the right thing and he didn't spend any of it. Now, Landry, how the fuck we know that you didn't spend none of it? Because we don't know how much you really got it initially and to begin with. Even though I'm sure it's Mark money, you know how to go clean some motherfucking Mark money. Mm-hmm. That part. You know, just like everybody else know, that all Mark money is always not able to be found. Mm-hmm. So, and I doubt that the serial numbers are recorded on all of that or all of the money that was actually in an armored car because it probably was picked up from various places and it's not like somebody at the cash register was in there notating all the damn serial numbers on every fucking dollar bill. So now you and other people, like they said, had to come in and turn their money, which they had bags and bags and Ziploc bags of evidence, which is the money that has been retired. So how do we know that Landrell Lewis from Atlanta and other people that have turned it in did not spend any of it. Now I know some of y'all went and towed up the club last night, paid a bill and some more shit. Y'all done went to Georgia Power. Y'all done went up in Kroger getting some groceries like it was fucking food stamp time. Y'all done went and did all this shit and then you want to go turn in what's left to act like you doing some good deed or servicing the public or trying to help this situation out. You know your ass didn't. Period. Dot. You didn't turn it all in. Landrill, your ass didn't turn it all in either. That's why they said over $2,000. But I'm sure it was some fucking missing. Period. So, my opinion is, all the people is fucked up that's involved in it, from the drivers to the people that filmed it, to the people that got their ass out and got it. But then again, as far as the police department and also the company is concerned that's going to file this insurance claim, y'all ass is wrong too. Why are you wrong? Because you want the money back from evidence and then your ass want a check from the fucking insurance company. So you can't have both. In my opinion, you can't. But it's not just my opinion that counts, is it? So you guys are more than welcome to chat, um, comment, and also reach out to me on my social media to let me know what you think about it. And you know where to find me at. Follow me on Facebook at La La Madness. Also Twitter at La La Madness and Instagram at La La Madness underscore official, which is my new Instagram page due to the last one being hacked because there's some hating ass niggas out there. All right, then. Until next time. Ta-ta.